to What's New in Pop Culture. Today is Thursday, May 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Quinn Dick, and today we're discussing Made in the Abyss Season 2, just got a new trailer, a possible SZA album, and a possible JPEG and Danny Brown collaboration album, and more. Monday through Friday, Friday, I let you know what's new in pop culture, as well as as anime, movie, cartoon, and TV reviews and episode discussions. If you like all that, then follow this podcast, What's New in Pop Culture with Quinn and Dick, on all your favorite podcast services, and share it with your friends. You can follow me at Quentin underscore Dick on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All that out of the way, let's get into our first news story, which is on... The House of the Dragon Twitter account uh, got a couple new character posters and who they are for the new HBO series House of the Dragon. Uh, we have a poster for the eldest child of the series. Um, ooh, these names are going to be very difficult to say. Renera Targaryen. Um, yeah, Prince of the City, uh, Daemon Targaryen. We have Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, first of his name, Viserys Targaryen. We have Hand of the King, Oto Hightower. <clears throat> Daughter of the Hand of the King, uh, Alcint Hightower. The Sea Snake, Cor- Corliss uh, Villaron. The Queen Who Never Was, uh, Rannis Targaryen. I probably pronounced all those wrong, but I'll, I'll know what, what's correct in the, the show. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're, we're getting to know these characters, uh, at least some little descriptions of our like main cast of characters. I, I'm still optimistic about this series. I think it has a shot. Um, I, I think... Since it's so far in the past, I think we don't have to be tied to anything. And I think shows like Better Call Saul have told me that it's a prequel can be as good. Um, sometimes it's not better. I don't know. I, I kind of miss Game of Thrones a little bit. I, I, I miss that feeling of like Sundays having just that event. Um, and the Targaryen's lore was something I was always very interested in. Um... So I'm I'm looking forward to this series. All right, next news story we have from Connor at ComicBook.com, uh, ComicBookResources.com. Doctor Strange two writer Michael Wardron, uh, Wardron. Uh, announces a new creative lead for the second season of Loki and teases big plans for the MCU multiverse. Uh, new head writer. Loki announces a new head writer as the show. Uh, Michael Waldron uh, re- revealed season one co-writer Eric Martin will helm the series. Continuation. Uh, Waldron, who also wrote Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, Okay. Revealed that the film will have connections to Loki, going on to confirm Martin as season two's head writer. Everything leads into everything, right? Aldrin said, we've hired a couple of great directors. 
Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead are brilliant, and Eric Martin has taken over as head writer for season two. So Creative Teen is fantastic. As Tom Hilson once said, there plenty more mischief to come. Although a few details for the new season of Loki have been released, Roldron prof- professed his faith that Martin will take the series in the right direction. Uh, Martin is known for working on the first season of Loki where he collaborated with Waldron frequently. Martin contributed as a writer on two episodes of the mind-bending Marvel Cinematic Universe show, including the finale. Duo Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson are set to direct the second season. <sighs> Taking over the role from season one director Kate Heron, Waldron explained that the creative overlap between the first season and the second season would keep everything flowing smoothly. He spoke to the difficulty of maintaining the continuity of a show set in the multiverse, but assured fans that everyone at Marvel is on the same page when it comes to Loki. You have to have all the shared language of all the stuff, otherwise it can't can get pretty confusing. Waldron said he added that was he was glad that he came to Doctor Strange 2 with institutional knowledge of the multiverse due to his experience working on Loki. Cool. Uh, actually, I think that's great that someone from Doctor Strange is writing uh, head writer of this show because I, I figured that uh, I've been hearing talk talk about multiverse of madness. Not any. I'm not gonna spoil anything, um, but I do. I will have a re- review out today uh, later tonight. Let's look forward to that. Non spoiler. Uh, but I figured, like, Doctor Strange, whatever's going to happen is going to tie into Loki's second season. It's going to be one of those shows that tie into that. So, that's de- it's definitely good to have someone who already knows, like, kind of what was going on. So, you can have keep on track. Man, I am so excited for Loki season two, though. Like, that's a, sh- that's a show where I'm, like, I would... S- there's a few shows that I'm just like, man, I really wish there was this would come back like tomorrow, and that's one of those shows. Like, I just want to know what happens so bad. Um, speaking of Marvel, from Timothy at Comic.com, Oscar Isaac reveals disappointing update on Moon Knight season two. Moon Knight star Oscar Isaac has some disappointing news when it comes to the status of a second season. The matter of a season two for Moon Knight became a hotly debated subject on social media earlier this week in the lead up to today or yesterday's episode. Excuse me. Marvel Studios shared a trailer for Moon Knight that originally used the wording series finale. The tweet that included the trailer was deleted and a new post was made referring to the Moon Knight episode as season finale which led to the discussion of whether or not the Marvel show was a limited series or continuing on for future installments. Unfortunately, Oscar Isaac is tossing cold water on the idea of a second season, confirming there are no plans at the time for a second season of Moon Knight. You know, I think we approach it as this is the story, Isaac told uh, RadioTimes.com. And let's just put everything out on the table on this story. There's definitely no official plans to continue. I think it would depend on what the story is. The site goes on to say that Oscar uh, Isaac is reportedly only contracted for the one season. However, the star admitted that he enjoyed filming the series and is open playing Mark and uh, Spectre and Stephen Grant again. That being said, I love being Stephen. He said, I just love it. It's just like physically, it's so much fun to be him. So, you know, if there was a story that really made sense, I'd be happy to be part of it. Uh, 
Ethan Hawke and May Kalamai uh, 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 backed up Oscar Isaac's sentiments of not knowing of Moon Knight's future while also keeping the door open for possible return. Never heard of anything uh, Kalamawi uh, May. Uh, I apologize. Uh, just really bad with not last name specifically. So if there are plans, I'm yet to hear. If there were, I would... Yeah, I could say returning, of course. Uh... Do you want to play the same character for long periods of time? Most actors don't hawk at it, but if you're making audiences happy, your opinion changes. Uh, Hawk had previously commented on the likelihood of returning to Arthur Harrow character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whether that been in Moon Knight Season 2 or in another Marvel project. Good news is that's it, that it's possibly both. Hawk told IGN when asked if Moon Knight was a limited series event continuing the story. It lives and breathes in its own merits. It functions as a limited series. And if people are engaged and excited by it, then it could be the origin of a larger thing. So yeah, a little disappointing news about uh, not getting a season two for Moon Knight. But that's okay because I still think they have plans for Moon Knight in the future. Um, I've no- I noticed that they, they've been not like fully contracting an actor. I think they're doing a project by project, which is not a bad thing. So I, I think we, they might not have plans for him for a little while. Um, but to be honest, we're just setting up the groundwork right now for the MCU. So yeah, I I'm pretty positive that we won't see uh, Arthur, um, just because I don't know what he would offer in the MCU. But I think we will see Layla. I think we will see her again. I think we will see Mark slash Steven again. I think we will. I hope to. Like, dang. Uh, if you guys are in- interested, check out my. Uh, series finale discussion of Moon Knight uh now uh had a fun time talking about that with Josh Mann um but yeah like I I would I don't want another season of Moon Knight I would I would like to see him in just more uh I would like to see him in other projects personally like if they do the Midnight Suns thing i keep hearing about if he's in blade if he's in you know uh i don't even care if he's in shang chi to be honest with you like whatever it, it doesn't matter to me I, I would just as long as he's not forced then i'm i'm down to see more of him and of uh, layla like i i i do want to see more layla come on um just that set up at the end of the episode come on um you know what is going to season two, though? Made in the Abyss from Raphael at Collider. Season two gets first trailer. Uh, Kado Kawais has announced the second season of the anime Made in the Abyss, but the announcement came in a trailer. And look at the key visual. Masayuko uh, Kojima, uh, Kojima will announce again by be directing for this season, along with other returning staff at Kinema Citrus. 
The trailer begins with a group searching for an island out at sea. Eventually they do find the island and the teaser then focuses on them exploring the new era. We also see a, a conversation between newcomers uh, Bilaf and Vuko. Uh, we get to see a look at Fabuta near the end of the trailer and the video ends with seeing Rico and Reg relaxing. Along with the teaser, new cast members were announced for the second season. Uh, Vuko will be played by Yuka Terasaki. Um, Bilaf uh, will Played by uh, Musiki uh, Mits- Mitsugi uh, Saiga, uh, Wasu- Was- you know what? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should read these names. Uh, Was Wazu- check out the cast uh, on Claire. I I don't feel comfortable saying all these names. Um, I should probably start learning Japanese. Uh, but Made in the Abyss is an anime adaptation of the manga with the same name. There are currently three movies and one season of the show released. The story follows uh, Rico and Orphan Girl in the town of Orith. In the center of the this town is a mysterious giant hole known as the Abyss. People go into the Abyss to explore and find artifacts and remnants of past civilizations. Rico wants to become a legendary cave raider known as White uh, whistle like her mom was and one day she discovers a robot boy within the abyss who she names reg believing her mother is at the bottom of the abyss rico embarks uh rico uh embarks on a journey with reg to descend into the abyss and find her while there is no ex- uh, while there is no exact release date the second season of made the abyss is slated for a 2022 release sentai filmworks will release this new season digitally and will follow with a home video release later you can check out the first trailer for the new season uh now uh super exciting uh made in the abyss possibly coming out in the summer i'll have to add that to my anime list uh yeah uh, i definitely i definitely gotta re uh re-watch this this season uh, leading leading up to that, like it really gets me want to re-watch that. So super excited! We're made of the abyss. Awesome. Um, next news story is from Timothy at Combug.com. Green Lantern: Beware My Power debuts first trailer for John Stewart movie. John Stewart is the focus of the first trailer for Green Lantern: Beware My Beware My Power. A new DC Universe animated movie. The release of the Green Lantern trailer comes after the home release of Constantine, the House of Mystery. With many different Green Lantern heroes to zero in on, it's Jon Stewart that gets the starring role. He rose to popularity as a member of the Justice League animated series with fans. Big small screen. They now get their wish. John Stewart's position in the power ring. The trailer kicks off with a confused John Stewart aboard the Justice League Watchtower. He enters a room to find Martian Manhunter, Green Arrow, and Vixen, who immediately label him as an intruder. A scuffle reveals John is wearing a Green Lantern uniform, leading to a flashback of how he became in the possession of his ring. We see a civilian John Stewart watch as a mysterious spacecraft crashes near his suburban home. After he runs to check out for survivors, he finds one of the Guardians of the Universe, a blue-skinned alien race. 
that commands the Green Lantern Corps. When the Guardian dies, his ring selects John to be its new bearer because he possesses a singular will. Next, a recap of Sinestro's role in the uh, Ran Thanagar War is shown, which caused the death of so many Thanagarians as well as Green Lantern Hal Jordan. Green Lantern Beware My Power was officially announced back in October alongside Battle of the Super Sons. Other projects include, already mentioned, Constantine House of Mystery and Teen Titans Go! and DC Superhero Girls Mayhem in the Multiverse. Uh, the synopsis for Green Lantern Beware My Power reads, In Green Lantern Beware My Power recently di- discharged Marine Sniper, John Stewart is at a crossroads in his life. One re- which is only complicated by receiving an extraterrestrial ring which grants him powers of the Green Lantern of Earth. Unfortunately, the ring doesn't come with instructions, but it co- does come with baggage like a horde of interplanetary killing Bent uh, uh, killers bent on eliminating every Green Lantern in the universe. Now, with the aid of light hair, uh, light-hearted Green Arrow, Adam Strange, and Hawkgirl, this reluctant soldier must journey into the heart of the galactic reign Thanagar War and somehow succeed where all their Green Lanterns have failed. It's nice to see John Stewart get some get some love in a movie, and to see like Adam Strange and, and Hawkgirl. It's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of exi- excited to see this. The DC animated movies are. I'm just curious to see like where this next batch of DC animated movies go now that they're not really connecting the universe anymore. Thank goodness. Um, I, I just hope they continue to be good again because I really do like these animated movies, uh, but I have not liked them in quite a while. Let me tell you. So, hope they pick back up with this series. Uh, moving forward with the next news story, uh, the rest, uh, Cold Iron Comicsology's new series blends Celtic mythology and supernatural uh, thriller. This comes from Jesse at IGN. Comicsology's newest exclusive series is a supernatural thriller with a pretty unique twist. Cold Iron doesn't deal in garden variety ghosts or monsters, but rather draws on Celtic mythology and the rich history of the Isle of Man. Cold Iron is, is written by Andy Diggle uh, and drawn by Nick Brokenshire uh, with colors by Tri- uh, Triona uh, Farrell and letters by Simon Bolin. You can check out the exclusive preview of the new Comixology original series in uh, on the site uh, below or on Comixology. Cold Iron is a four-issue limited series that draws on a combination of Celtic and Viking mythology and fairy legends painting the idyllic isle of man as a place where the boundaries between the mundane world and other realms is uh, perilously thin when an aspiring musician named k rescues a girl named mona on the night of haptuna uh, or celtic halloween both women are dragged into the fight of their lives as they find themselves hunted by a malevolent force the Isle of Man is a magical place and holds a very special place in my family's heart, said Diggle in Comicsology's press release from Neolithic uh, burial sites to Celtic stone circles and Viking castles. The island carries a sense of ancient in its very bones. I learned at an early age that it's always considered advisable to acknowledge the other folk when crossing the ferry bridge on the Port Aaron to Douglas Road. And you should never, under any circumstances, use the word rats in the company of those who 
hold to the old ways. I once made that mistake as a child. Most like that and ruins we found have found uh, perlocating inside me for years and finally found their way into cold iron. I wanted to capture this, that childhood mix of awe and fear, threat and whimsy, weave together some of my favorite real world locations with the enduring and utterly sinister quirks. Though continue, as a writer, I've always loved throwing grounded and believable characters into extraordinary new realities. So when things start getting scary and weird, Kay and Mona are just out of their death as I, as you or I would be. All I can say is, when your world is turning upside down and nothing quite makes sense anymore, trust your gut and listen to your grain. Andy and I have been friends for a few years at Brookenshire. When he told me this idea for Cold Iron, I jumped onto it. I love all things to do with Fae and Celtic mythology, and couldn't, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to draw a courageous young woman in a leather jacket, carrying a beat-up guitar and beat-up old land rivers and gorgeous scenery and mythical creatures. Cold Iron is part of the Comicsology Originals lineup, meaning it's free to read for subscribers of Amazon Prime, Comicsology Unlimited, and Kindle Unlimited. The series is also available as an A- like uh RT purchase. The first issue would be on Tuesday, May tenth. Yeah, cool. Cool stuff. Um I I I'm I'm interested in this. I have Comicsology Unlimited. Highly recommend. It's only like five, six bucks, uh, and you get just a ton of comics and discounts on them. So you know, if you if you don't want to support your local comic book shop or don't want to have uh that very long stack of physical media it's 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 still good you can read it on your phone in the the bathroom you know if you want to read it i don't know anywhere if so yeah highly recommend comicsology and uh i i I liked the just i like the the artwork of this the artwork's really gorgeous Uh, it's got a awesome presence i like celtic uh mythology and excuse me and like fairies and mystical elements like that um so and just add the horror element to that or thriller element to it uh i'm definitely going to read this uh for sure all right our last couple news stories are going to be about some music uh first from andy at Hip Hop DX, Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia debut new song from upcoming joint album. Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia are working on a full-length album together. The duo announced at Smokers Club Festival and San uh, Bernardino, California, San Bernardino, California, over the weekend. Uh, I don't know. I was struggling on that. During his afternoon set at the Glen Helen uh, Amphitheater on Saturday, April thirtieth, the Detroit native brought out the experimental rapper producer as a special guest to reveal the news what's more the duo gave fans their first taste of upcoming project by performing a brand new song together to close out danny's set so yeah dan brand jake pig mafia album the bruiser brigade boss told the crowd after debuting the track y'all heard it first uh the first song coming soon uh mother get ready for peggy and danny bitch i'm out uh, given their mutual love for experimenting with uh, genres and going against the grain, uh, a Danny Brown JPEG Mafia album 
makes perfect sense on paper. The pair previously collaborated on Negro Spiritual from the former's 2019 album, you know what I'm saying, which also featured the JPEG Mafia produced three tiers with Run the Jewels. Um, outside of the. Aside from a joint album with JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown released, recently announced he's working on a solo project called Quiranta. Uh, during an interview with the Neil Drops Anthony Fantano last November, Brown revealed the album was complete and is being mixed by Grammy-winning Top Dog Entertainment affiliated engineer, mixed by Ali. Oh, yeah, it's all this. The old rapper expanded on the project while speaking the uh, hot new hip hop the following month, promising collaboration with a lot of people, including the Alchemists. It's just pretty much like an update of what I've been. Going through the last 10 years after XXX, he said it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, so super exciting stuff. I think JPEG Mafia and Daniel Brown are like, I mean, they've been working for like a decade now, but they're, they're just two of the best rappers in the game. Uh, they're two of my favorites for sure. Uh, so the fact that both of them are working on something together is even better. Like I, lo- I love that. Um, I think they they're gonna work together really well. Um, I think they're make they're gonna make something. They're gonna make something dope. Uh, I think possibly even an album of the year. I, I think there's potential on that. Moving forward from this does not oh Sophie at Hype Beast. ASAP Rocky could be dropping new music this week after he shared the deleted post of singles cover art on Instagram. Although the announcement has not been re-uploaded of writing, many were able to retain the information of the new Flacco cut that's reportedly called DMB, which could stand for That's My Bish, and uh, is set to release on May 5th. The cover art designed to look like an old Hollywood movie poster revealed that the single is produced by Skepta, Hector... uh, Delongdo, uh, De- Del Delgado. I'm fucking stupid. Uh, Delgado, Crash, uh, Nort. Uh, it's it's been a morning for me, guys. Uh, Nort Olam, uh, uh, and Deep. Oh my god, Deep. Uh, 33J <laughs> and also shared photos of Rocky with uh, girlfriend Rihanna and quotes roll my blunt and that's my bish however it remains unclear if Rihanna is actually involved in the cut uh, uh, stay tuned to see if DMB drops on May 5th and check out the news on and then there was something, uh, um, I think Pigeons, hold on. There, there was a, a tweet from like Pigeons playing a couple other news reports that said like this is legit. So uh, yeah, new uh, ASAP Rocket album coming out pretty darn soon. Uh, actually, today. <laughs> so 
probably tonight. That's super exciting. Uh, you'd see that if this seems to be true. I'm from all, all the new sites. It seems pretty legit. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that. He hasn't released anything in a little bit, so I'm I'm looking forward to see what ASAP uh, has to say for sure. And what features he's got, what, you know, what's he going to talk about? What's he going to bring to the table? Um, what to see. Our final news story from Michael at Hip Hop DX. SZA says her new album is ready to go. It will be a SZA summer. SZA has returned five years after the release of her critically acclaimed Control album. She is ready to finally unleash her sophomore LP. The Top Dog Entertainment artist revealed that the project will arrive this summer. While looking stunning in her, excuse me, in her dress and walking the red carpet at Monday's uh, main second Met Gala in New York City, Special Vogue correspondent uh, Lila Anthony played uh, the role of the interviewer and caught up with SZA for a couple of minutes before heading inside, where she asked about the status of her elusive album. The album's like finally ready to go. More than I've ever felt before SZA admitted so this summer will be a SZA summer um that's all we have to know uh I am so uh no official release date but we can expect summer which that might be the best that might be the news of the day I don't know like I yeah that you know what that's gonna be news of the day like I've been very much looking forward to uh, what SZA is going to bring next uh, in her new or sophomore album uh, since Control. I'm a, I love Control, one of my favorite albums of that year. Um, I think she's a great artist. She still kept herself relevant. I'm not going to say she hasn't been like unrelevant. She's been in plenty of features and even had some of her. Uh, yeah, she's been in plenty of features and I think even some singles of her own. So it's not like she hasn't. Kept herself in the word of mouth, uh, but it's it's fan- it's great to see it's great to see that she's coming back uh, in the summer. Like this year's this year for music is gonna be a is shaping up to be a, a great year. I'm, I'm thinking so. Yeah, with with that, like Kendrick, uh, ASAP. Uh, who knows what, who else is going to release stuff this year? Uh, very exciting. Um, I can't wait to what she brings next. That is going to end uh, our episode for today, uh, for Thursday. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you all tomorrow.